Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the People by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. That's right. It's time for the Lemon Pepper Parlay. I'm Martin Weiss, joined here with my co-host, Will Blackman. Will, you know what, man? I blame you for this. I blame you for this because the last time that we talked, <laughs> the last time we talked, you laid out this parlay that felt so lovely. It, it did. so lovely. It did. And the Titans plus 10, that was one of those bets that you knew within 30 seconds of kickoff, with 14 minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter, the Titans are going to lose this game by 35 points. They got I mean, stopped, Lord have mercy. Bro. Like, that was absolutely insane. Again, I'll tell you what, though. What that told me is the Bills aren't effing around, man. <laughs> they aren't. But I'm going to stick to the parlay. That one, I, I was like, for sure. I was like, okay, Buffalo's going to win by it. A good amount, but I didn't know they were gonna blow them out. It was 10. 10. I mean, I that known, used to be I a should've... lot of points in an NFL game, but apparently not when you're playing the fighting Josh Allen's. The fight <laughs> and and an angry <laughs> Stefan. Um, but I should have known. And I, I Kirk Cousins in prime time. You gotta that that that's a that's a factor, bro. That is a huge, it is a legit. Factor, man. I hate to say it, but I hate to say it. But good God, why do you hate to say it? I don't hate to say it because if people like you hadn't hated saying it for so long, maybe I wouldn't have talked myself in to betting on the Vikings. You know what? I hate to say it because uh, that was my quarterback, man. That was my quarterback. (laughs) I feel you. Here's a funny story. Here's a funny story. Right? Speaking of primetime games, we were we were playing. I think we were playing Dallas. And I remember, you know, so here's what happens for for nighttime games. So we get up in the morning, we have breakfast and then we do a walkthrough in the hotel and then we go back to our rooms. We have all this free time and then we have lunch. And then which is like the it's pretty much a pregame meal. So I remember getting my lunch pregame meal and I saw Kurt getting his getting his his meal. And I remember he sat down. And he said to himself, "He's like, gosh, I hate these prime these uh, these nighttime games." You're, I was like, "Damn!" Bro. <laughs> 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 I, I want to say, I, 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 I believe, I, believe I want to be like, "There's no way that's true." But I believe but he said it to himself. He said it right. to himself because, man, I hate these. You know, but a lot of guys, a lot of guys hate the night games because it's such a long day. But the fact that he said it to himself under his breath, and I, you know, I had my bite. I was like. All right, you know. But damn, it's like, damn man. That's our guy today. <laughs> and then, you know. Man. I mean, Houston, like, did, Houston, Houston did the thing, but still. It looked like Darius Slay was the intended receiver on some of those he was locked. He was locked in. He was, You know what it is? The cool thing about Darius is that he went on uh, the pivot, and he spoke very highly about uh, Justin Jefferson. And... He was like he 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 was excited for the challenge, like he embraced it. Yeah, you know, I think usually when when DBs go that route, like this is a great challenge, I can't wait to like defend it. It's an opportunity, it's an honor. Like they usually play well versus the ones that man, I'm about to lock him up, man, I'm about to strap him. Like this dude's trash, you know, this dude's weak, and it's like all right, yeah. he's gonna come out there and bop you over the head for a buck fifty. <laughs> Man, you know, speaking of getting bopped over the head for a buck fifty, all right. I'm not. I'm not a Tua guy. I'm not an I don't anti-Tua know you, guy. Oh, Tua! Here we go. Let's go. Let's talk about these. I'm dolphins. not an anti-Tua guy. I, I yes, was, you I are. Was like, yes, you nah, are. No. Nah, yes, you. Was, when you Tua start guy. with when you when you start with, I'm not an anti. When that's like when someone says, nah. "Hey, I don't mean I don't mean disrespect." <laughs> that right. means you about to say some disrespect. <laughs> but I really, I really, I truly, I truly didn't have like a some grand opinion on Tua. I think it was great. No, if I think you like, it like, is what it is. Like, yeah, exactly. It is what it is. It's like if right, everybody had been you. telling me how great he was, then maybe I would have been had a stronger opinion. To like, oh, hold on a second, bro. Wait, relax. No but I mean, dog, for Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill to run through my Baltimore three and a half ticket like that in the fourth <laughs> quarter. 
I mean, and it, it really got me thinking because you know what happened on Monday morning, everybody goes, Oh, two is great, two is this. On 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 just on Saturday night, there was like two of my be bench. Hell, at halftime, they were like, is Teddy tell Teddy Bridgewater to stretch, right? Two is just Mike McDaniel is he came from the Kyle Shanahan tree, came from the Kyle Shanahan situation, right? But he was he, one of the wizards in that tree. He was a, right? he was a legit branch. Okay, so a legit branch, right? The the the, the, uh, the seed that fell, right? He's growing his he's going to his own tree. All Tua is is his Jimmy G. He'll be able to get there. He can make the throws, right? He can make like he he was hitting Waddle and Hill when they were wide open. He was hitting them while they were wide open. Tua's upside is Tua's upside is way 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 higher than Jimmy G's. All right. Well, I'll talk about his his right now side. <laughs> I'll kill you though. <laughs> his right now side. His right now hold on, side. Got, hold on, I got hold on. I didn't write that down, man. Hold on. Right now side. That's a good one. Because his right now side, before that fourth quarter, they were ready to run him out of the uh run him off the field in Miami. They were. They were. But it was you know what it is? What happened though is exactly what people thought would happen with Waddle. Tyreek and Tua like they were hoping like this was going to be the explosive combination of what is to be and the great calling from Mike Menendez. Um, Yeah, dude, it's like it's like he's in the right. I feel like I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm going to celebrate the moment. It is very, very vital. It is very, very important to have the right person who understands you, your skill set and to call what you need to be called, what needs to be called. And when he was at Alabama, he had monsters he can throw to. Mm-hmm. That was very good, and that helped him win a national championship. He had monsters he can throw to. So I think what Miami did well was let us let's let's get him something similar around him where he can perform like he performed when he was at Alabama. What happens too many times is that these teams they draft a QB and then they try to mold them to what they want that person to be. Like when Carolina drafted Cam Newton. They took all his plays from Auburn. This is what we're doing. We're going to highlight what you do very well. Just, I mean, look at Lamar. I mean, it, it it makes all the sense in the world to the point that I don't understand why people don't. You've seen this guy be incredibly successful. Because people successful. get stubborn. People get stubborn and they have egos like, this is my system. I'm going to make you conform to my system, because there are there are coordinators, there are coaches that definitely ruin careers because they try to make them something that they're not. Also, too, you know, there's 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 players, there's all kinds of guys that they need to they usually need to be in the right system. There's very few players where it doesn't matter what system they're in, they're, in, they're gonna thrive. For example, I always mention his name because he was a teammate and he's a Hall of Famer, Charles Woodson. He could play in right. any system, any system he went in, he balled out. Any system, but usually there are guys where, hey, they need to be in a certain system. You look at, you know, my dog Byron Maxwell thrived in Seattle, went to Philly, got paid, had to play a different defense. Nani Asawa had to play a different defense, you know. So when you when you really a good coach highlights what your player does well. And I think this shows like what can be. And I'm sure this was a huge confidence boost for everybody in that building. I, I mean, it had to have been right. I mean. Especially going in with the wagon that is the Buffalo Bills next week, and I, you know what? I, they need to move. They, they need to. They need to. They need to move this game. Okay, I'm not trying. I don't. They need to move this game. Okay, they need to get two. They need to get two meals. I want to ask you, what is it like to play for a guy if you ever did? Because you see, typically the football coaches that you kind of stereotypical football coach are more of the Dan Campbell types, right? Or maybe like a Ron Rivera, like the Ron Ron. Crazy yeah, it seems to be bigger, more about the more about the let's go out there. We're gonna go out there, put our helmets on and, and strap our chin strap. Where yeah, Mike yeah. McDaniels, like, you know, he may have never taken a high school snap, right? He doesn't he doesn't look like that type of he's not that type of build. And you see that type of coach, I feel like, coming more and more of the guys he who are in high school, didn't he? He was pretty decent in high school. No, I'm talking mess. I'm I mean, I'm just saying like he, he when you look, you should you look at Dan Campbell, he looked like he played football. When you look at Mike <laughs> McDaniel, he looked like he went to school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to like I'm trying to get a, a fan to like what is it like they're not like football guys in the stereotypical sense of the word. Is it easier or harder to like get up for a guy like that? Or does that even matter? 
It doesn't matter. I could pl- I played for every type of coach. I had, I mean, my Pop Warner coach was MFing us all day long. But at the <laughs> end of the day, he like he he really like cared cared for us and loved us. Right. My high school coach was super crazy. My college coach was a military guy. I played for Coach Coughlin. I played for Mike McCarthy. I played for Gus Bradley, who's super chill, all about positivity. I mean, I played. I played for them all, but the common denominator of a good coach at the end of the day, if they want you to succeed, if it's about you doing well and succeeding, then it's all good. The problem is once a coach brings his ego into the equation, it's a wrap straight. You lost me. And that's most players. You lost everybody. Once, once your ego is in play, we know it's about you. You know what I'm saying? So I think. You could have came from, you could have played in the league and been this big burly dude like him or Rabel, like that type of energy. Or you could be super laid back and chill like McDaniel. And it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I just, it always, it always fascinates me, especially when you it see. Didn't, it, didn't, like, it didn't like, it didn't like move me to answer your question. Like if a, if yeah. a dude was like, let's go, we're going to do up downs. We're going to bite kneecaps. I'm like, whatever gives him hype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if okay. that's what he's about, cool. Like I wasn't, I wasn't the big speech rah rah guy. Like when somebody got in the middle before games, it was like da 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 da. You know, I would, I would be outside the huddle, just hold my hand up, let me support the team, and blah, blah, you know. I don't know if you were ever a part of any games like this, or if this ever like I don't remember this happening until like the last five years ago. But how is it that you can score a touchdown with less than like a, two minutes left in the game to go up fourteen points? And everybody's sitting there blaming you, Nick Chubb, as the reason why the Browns blew that game. Because you scored a touchdown instead of going down on the one-yard line. Like, the amount of things that had to go wrong after (laughs) Nick Chubb scored that touchdown for the Browns to lose. The list is so long that how you can find a way to blame the guy who accounted for 18 points on his own is is mind-boggling. For scoring. So I I was I was in a game like that actually, Super Bowl forty six, when Amar Bradshaw he tried to sit down, uh huh, and he ended up falling in the end zone because New England let him score, right, and it actually came down to a hail mary, you know, for New England, but we end up winning the Super Bowl. But I was in a situation like that. But this is this is crazy because before I even see it, because I was flipping through plays and I didn't even know like he scored with two minutes left. And I just saw the collapse of the defense at the end of the game. Like that, that, that winning touchdown that Flacco threw should have never been completed. First of all, the safeties were way too deep in the end zone. They always tell you, once you get into the, like the tight red zone, you want to put your heels on the goal line and work lateral. Because what happens is now the field is wider than it is longer. So if I'm on the goal line and I start backpedaling like I am in the middle of the field, all they got to do is throw it right in front of me and it's a touchdown. And so it, the safeties were too deep. The linebacker didn't get enough depth. And then also the, the nickel didn't make the receiver run, run around him. So at the end of the day, dude, it's like he scored in the position. Now let's stop him. So it's, it's crazy that that's the case. That's, that's absolutely nuts. Play it defense. just feels like a complete absolution of your special teams, your defense. And everybody else who was involved in this game, like the, a lot the idea, went wrong in that game. You said you didn't see that live, right? You said you didn't see the Browns and the Jets. The Browns, I mean, the Jets. No, come back I, fl- I flicked back. I flicked back to the channel when um, that last drive when Flacco threw the touchdown. I'm trying to remember how the timing worked out. I know they were both at the end. I don't know. I don't remember if this game was in the four o'clock window, but maybe the reason you didn't see it is because Kyler Murray started playing video games. That's what I was watching. <laughs> I'm about to say that was what everybody else was watching, and then everybody looked up That's and said, "That's what you know, I was watching." Flacco and the Jets did what? So I mean, but I feel like okay. Obviously, Kyler is amazing. Obviously, right. like the the ability to do that, it's a singular talent. I've never really seen. I'll put it like this: I can definitely, definitively tell you, I've never seen an 85 yard play that was all headed towards the same end zone. From the started on the twenty five yard line, like I've never seen anything. Like I've never seen bro, most eighty five yard plays start going one way and end going the other way. Bro, he literally like went back there, like used all his turbo, and then he relaxed to gain his turbo speed <laughs> back up, and then ran. Yo, it was. <laughs> 
I was excited because I have him on my fantasy team. So I was like, I need something out of Kyler Murray today. And so that's that's a tough thing about it. But that one he threw, the two-point conversion, that was an absolute laser. Like that was the craziest, one of the craziest throws so far this season was when he threw right over the middle and it skimmed past one defender's head and it skimmed past another defender's hand and it dropped right down into the receiver's chest and boom, score. So That was wild. I'm kind of, I'm pretty convinced that this is why Kyler Murray doesn't watch film. Like this game right here <laughs> is why they say Kyler Murray don't watch film. If you look that was at the not first, in the script. If you look at the first three quarters of the game, first four, the first three and a half quarters got because it, it almost it, it was it was early late in the desert. So you look at the first three and a half quarters of that thing. It was not what Kyler had like fifty passing yards at halftime. I wouldn't right. be wanting to run these plays either. And then he said, well, "You heard him right after the game. He's like, look, I had to go take over. I just need so." I mean, I feel I had it. to say, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, he had to go take hey, Cliff, over. Hey Cliff, hey, Cliff, close that damn book. I got this. I mean, get hey, this, you know get, what? I feel it. Get, Kyler, get this mic up my helmet. <laughs> look, look, Kyler. Uh, yeah, look, the new the new two K just dropped. He said, "Look, man, I'm over oh, here. I've been looking at these plays. I ain't about to do none of it. Like this is not about to work." And then gets out there on Sunday, fifty yards passing in the first half, eighty five yards running on one play. I mean, it's like eighty five. I, mean, I know. And then, by the way, hold on. I found I found the drive, the play by play for the Cleveland Jets. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're right. Scored with two o two left. And then boom, Pat, then he went, he went down the field. I mean, it's- nine yards. So when when they <laughs> when the Jets get the ball, nine yard pass, right? Conklin. And then a 66 yard bomb. That is not Chubb's fault. <laughs> they scored in two plays. I'm saying they missed the kick. Okay. Scored in two. And then they get the onside kick. Whose fault is that? That is not Chubb's fault. I don't think Nick Chubbs is, is on the uphand scene. <laughs> like, I don't think I, 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 he may be, but I doubt it. And then Flacco just went straight down the field in one minute. Man, they need to get out of here with that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, stop it. Like, that, what we need, we need things like Chubb scoring that touchdown. It's good for overs. It's good for fantasy. It's good for sports. It's good for sports. Just play some defense, make a tackle. I've never seen this before <laughs> in NFL history, quite honestly. Well, you, there's a lot of stuff you haven't seen. What's going on here, Bruh, man? I'm telling you. Hey, you know what? Because I feel like this week, too, was an historic week. Quite this honestly. This was a like, wild I mean, week. How many times? I, mean, I thought think college about football. I thought college was like taking over, being excited, and then the league started, and it's been absolute mayhem. Well, it's, and you know, you say there's a lot of stuff you haven't seen. Well, I, Will Black, I challenge you to go look on Twitter at some of the odds for the Jets and the Dolphins' <laughs> live comebacks. Vegas had never seen it either, buddy. I'll tell you, okay, I'm not the only one. But I've never, ever seen a starting quarterback get hurt, the backup come in, and the Super Bowl odds get better. I've never seen that happen before. When Trey Lance got hurt, the San Francisco yeah, 49ers' but- odds, when they put Jimmy G in, but I just think it's crazy. I, I just it's it's. That's but are you surprised? But are you surprised? I uh, I mean I was in on the whole Trey Lance experiment. So once he no got hurt, about I was kind of like, damn. Now this is kind of the same ten and seven team that is, has a ceiling of NFC champion, like NFC playoffs. This is kind of where I thought the ceiling was because ultimately. We've seen the movie before of Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't seem to be able to get guys over the hump or even have the coaches trust to do so. Like, he only nine pass attempts in a game. Like, that's the type of stuff that we don't really talk about that it's like, eh. Jimmy's, winning- best, Jimmy's best asset is he has the big game experience. Okay? They, they look at it like, oh, he's not throwing for 400 yards. He's not doing this. He barely did this. It's his fault. He is going to get you – in the postseason, that's why the odds went up. It's because he's shown it. He's done it several times. Got you to the big game. Got you to the championship game. So I was, yeah, it's crazy that the odds swung. But Jimmy, but is he really like the, he's a backup quarterback on the depth chart, but is he really the backup quarterback? Is no, he I really? Mean, it's like they had, it's like they were forced to. They had to. Get Trey Lance in there. This this was our number two pick. We had to get him ready. It's time. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. 
But I mean, and, then, and he went and, from he went from average starter to the, by far the best backup in the league the minute he held the clipboard, right? So you know, right. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I I am worried about Trey Lance's career at this point. I don't think that's hyperbole. Like I hope that I, I'm not trying to be like the bearer of bad news, but the man's only. I think he's only thrown a thousand pass attempts in the game since high school, which that's just insane to me, right? And the idea he's coming up, I, I don't know. Do you think that he has the ability and, and God willing that he'll be able to come back and and have a career in the NFL, like with the like whether with the 49ers or not, just a high pick? I think he like will. This. I think he will be able to. I mean, with the 49ers, it depends on what happens this year, right? If Jimmy G again takes these boys to the, in the deep in the postseason, you know, it's going to be an interesting situation. Are they going to try to Brett Favre and, and force this man out the door so they can get the next guy up? But the, the difference, though, is I Green Bay was – they knew, like, Aaron was going to be the real deal. I was there during that whole exchange trying to get Favre out, trying to get Aaron Rodgers in because there was live – it was live action in practice when Favre was throwing the ball and then the twos came in with Aaron and he was – it was live bullets all day long. So usually we went in the games. That starter wasn't better than our backup, <laughs> who was Aaron right. Rodgers. In this case, I felt like the hand was like forced. I still don't feel like they truly feel comfortable with him. You know, with I heard some stuff. You know, I heard yeah. I'm some rumblings in there. It's like, man, we don't know. We don't know. You know, they, they're not sure about it. And then this is last year. When Jimmy G was a starter, they were still not sure about Trey Lance, still not sure about him. And okay, finally, you know, now he has it. And that was super unfortunate. But I don't think, I don't think John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are losing sleep. They're not. Yeah, no. Probably the only person losing sleep right now is Trey Lance because it hurts. But uh, he's not, he's getting plenty of sleep. He he got some ambient. He's probably high as a guy. Oh, I wish him a speedy recovery, obviously. And nobody I feel I feel like it's like a, a prerequisite now. You have to say nobody roots for injuries for anybody to get hurt. Of course. I'm you not know, a psychopath. At least at I, least uh, it's not his arm. I want to ask one futures question real quick, because we got the, the league is starting to separate. The winless team most likely to make the playoffs and the undefeated Colts. team most so the winless team most likely to make the playoffs, you got the Colts. Yep. Over the Bengals. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I, I'm just asking, bro. Why are you coming to me like I'm What you mean? The you you double-checking. You double-checking. What, what you I, mean? I answer the question. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year? They had the offensive and who, rookie of the and year? Who, and who had I, them going to the Super Bowl last year? Nobody. Who had the Colts going there? A lot of people last year, and they didn't. Well, I know this. I thought Matt Ryan might have been a dark horse MVP candidate through the first uh, at the beginning Listen, of this season, we'll, and I think the first two see. weeks of this year, I feel like that's the most we longest take that I've had. See. Look, I need to find a. I, I put out. I got to find a receipt. I put out a tweet saying that the team that may not. I said the Bengals may not make the playoffs next year unless they do the right things they need to do in the offseason. I feel like they made the right moves in the offseason. However, I said don't be surprised if they don't. Don't be surprised if they don't. Yeah. That was an That's unfamiliar what, feeling. No, this is, people keep saying they address the offensive line. It's like, well, you know, you he can bring in people, but until you get it fixed. I will say this yeah. about the Bengals. They do have the distinct uh, discomfort of going against probably the two best pass rushers in the NFL right now. So that revamped offensive line, is it, it, it might look better next week just off the strength that they don't have to go against T.J. Watt or Micah Parsons. I, I, it's hard to say. Actually, no. I'm gonna say the Giants. Okay, to miss. I'm gonna say on. the Giants. I'm gonna say that they're they're gonna have a successful season for them, which might be a little above 500. But Philly is gonna win that division, and there's only gonna be one team out of the East to go to the playoffs. So I'm gonna say the Giants are the team that two and zero right now that probably won't make the playoffs. And I'm gonna say the Colts are the team right now that's zero and two. They just they just dropped that <laughs> they dropped that one in Jacksonville. That was I do like the Colts. I, I I I'm higher on the Texans than I feel like anybody else on the planet is. So that that's because with, Davis Mills, dog. I'm trying yeah. to tell people so Davis that, Mills is that, that deal, man. That tie in week one doesn't it doesn't it doesn't shock me and scare me as much as the uh, 24 and nothing in Jacksonville. Now that 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 stinks, but 
Before we get into this week's games, Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now, yes, yours truly, the Lemon Pepper Parlay is a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And you know what it is that sets Caesars Sportsbook and Casino apart from the others? The perks. It's the only sports betting app with Caesars Rewards. So every time you place a bet, win or lose, you get reward credits, which you can then use towards game tickets, bonuses, experience, and free stays at the iconic Caesars destinations and more. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CAESARFULL, and go full Caesar this season. That's C-Z-R-F-U-L-L. Oh, and Caesar Sportsbook and Casino plays by the rules. They comply with all the legalities of the sports betting world. So here comes the lengthy, unabridged, national responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states were prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's one 800 426 or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Ontario, visit connectsontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text CONNECTS to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at one 800 Let's take a quick break. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yeah, the New England Patriots, fresh off one of the ugliest games that I can remember seeing against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 2, they play host to the Baltimore Ravens Week 3. Ravens off that aforementioned complete fourth-quarter meltdown that had Waddle and Hill and Tonga Vailoa and McDaniel looking like you know the, the, the newest inductions into Canton. But they are now uh, hosting the Baltimore Ravens. They're getting three at home. Will, how do you see this game ending up? Stop the run. New England just needs to stop the run. That's it. And they should be, they should still lose. <laughs> <laughs> they should still lose. I don't know. It's, you know what it is? It's, it's when you have, when you have a complex offense like Baltimore does. Complex yet can be explosive. I think this is something that like Bill Belichick is excited for. He's excited for this. 
He's legit. I mean, it's funny because last year everyone's like, oh, you know, contain Lamar, make him throw, contain Lamar, make him throw. And then you had a couple 400 yard games last year out the gate. Right. That is a strong possibility. I think Bateman just got extreme confidence. So showing that he could be that dude versus a secondary that's supposed to be pretty good. Um, I'm going to take I, I like Baltimore like straight up. I think I think they're going to go ahead and go in New England and make some noise. But it might be another one of those ugly wins. But I, I'm taking the Ravens as well, because at this point at time, I don't know if this is my going with my preseason takes or if this is what I feel. Because I earlier in, I said the Patriots are going to stink. The Ravens are going to be great. This is what we call moving day. We're going to see it right here. If if I find it, because uh, the Patriots do not have, and quite frankly, the rest of the NFL does not have the weapons that Miami does in terms of just the speed on the outside and then a good pass catching tight end. The I, I, you could start the same four guys in the in the Baltimore back defensive backfield because well, that was a big part of the problem, right? Is they're missing a lot of their guys. You start those guys back out there. All right, well, we can maybe handle a Devontae Parker a little bit better than a Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, right? I think that's going to play a major role. I don't and know. Nelson Aguilar is feeling himself right now. You know what I thought about? I was watching Darius Slay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, Philly fans about to tweet Darius Slay out there playing like Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Oh, but when no, he was dropping those picks? Yeah, when he was dropping that pass. I, I know you saw that video of that man outside in Philly. Uh, it was a couple of yes. years ago. Yeah, I did. Guy, yeah, like, yeah dropping right. drop balls like Aguilar. Oh, about, yeah. about trying to catch the baby out the uh, about the house. Which let's you know, just being realistic, I would probably want an NFL wide receiver to catch my child over anybody else. If I was if I was in the position ever, where I had to throw my child off the side of a burning building. I'd want somebody who's fair caught punts before back there trying to catch it. That's 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 me. That's me though. That's me. But yeah, I'm going with the Ravens here. <laughs> Lamar Jackson had an MVP type performance in week two and was robbed of getting the win. That won't happen this time. And they'll cover the three. No. I think they win this game by uh I think they win this game by 10. The Lions are going to Minnesota. Now let's go. This is uh I don't know. Restore if you the like roar. <laughs> but uh, give me the money I, line, baby. You want Stop the Lions playing. on the money line? I don't know. Hey, Stop this is playing. not a Monday night game. So you, you know, be aware right now. This is not a Monday right night now. game. It's not a Thursday night game. It's not Sunday night. So Kirk Cousins is back in his comfort zone of one o'clock Eastern. So, but you're taking the Lions straight up, even with all of that being said. Man, let's go, man. Let's go. I I have bet on the Lions twice through this regular season so far, and everybody made fun of me. They're saying it's hard knocks hype. They're like, DeAndre Swift, it's all hard. Like, I saw Deuce Daly yelling at him. He's not the best back in the league or even close. The offensive line is this. this but it, and plus, too, the ultimate saying, if you've spent any time in Detroit, which I've spent way too much, it's the Lions. What are you going to do here? I feel like the Lions plus six should be definitely the bet. But I also am shocked at what I saw to Kirk Cousins after that Monday night. And But are you shocked again? But are you shocked? Like, keep it a buck when you look at the look, data. Man, uh, look, you can see all There's the been data. Articles, the, look, there have been articles like written this. about. I'll put it like this, Will. You could, you could hear about all the different roadkill on the planet. But when you drive past that dead deer on the highway, you still go over there like, dang, man, I can't believe that just happened. Even though you know every day, every I just year. I right around that bit. I drive right around that thing, like, hey man, somebody <laughs> hit a deer. But anyway, Kirk Cousins hit a well, deer make sure, Monday I make night. Sure I slow down. I make sure I slow down. See, <laughs> look at you. You make sure you slow down, right? You didn't just zoom on past it, right? You made sure you slowed down. You wanted to go over that speedball and make sure that everything was the same. I don't. I, I was high on the Vikings. I like I like O'Connell coming in. I like the way that they were moving the, the wide receivers around, similar to Cooper Cup. And, and, uh, for Justin Jefferson and getting him in, a, but I just, I think it's just Kirk Cousins. I don't know if I'm broken off him or not, but if you're taking the Lions on the money line, I'm a thousand percent going to take them plus six. Yeah. The, the tough thing with, with Minnesota is <clears throat> sure. Everyone, every year they're the dark horse to hopefully come out of North and, and they never do. But when they play Green Bay that first week, no one covered Justin Jefferson. No, I mean, on the easiest route concepts. 
the easiest route concepts. No one even looked at them. And then, first, hold on. First of all, second of all, this hit me personally because on my fantasy team, I got Dalvin Cook. My man <laughs> had five carries, I think. I lost my game by one point. Oh, all I needed Brian. was a six yard gain or something. I just needed one more carry. He didn't get the rock. I was high on have on Dalvin Cook playing extremely well this year, and that didn't happen. Let's go, Kevin O'Connell. What we doing? What we doing? And just for that, Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, you can ooh all you want in Minnesota, Detroit. We're gonna restore the roar. Let's go. I'm going straight up. Now I'm saying this is such. I got three straight up. I got three texts from the biggest Lions fans that I know. Being like, yo, do we have a shot? This is Sunday before Monday night. Before I was a, listen, I'm a closet lion fan. I grew up diehard Barry Sanders. And just by nature, okay. because I like Barry because I like Barry Sanders, I adopted the Lions. A closet Lions fan. I don't hate it. I cover I worked in Detroit for like 10 years. So I like to see them do well. I know a lot of different people that uh are are heavily invested both financially and more so emotionally in the Lions' success. So I, I like to see them win. But the Las Vegas Raiders and the Tennessee Titans in a ball in a in a in a matchup of winless teams. The Titans are two and what are we point, doing? I mean, the Titans two and a half point dogs at home. I think that both of these teams are pretty much cooked at this point just with the 0-2 starts, and it doesn't seem – the saving grace for the Raiders is that they have the Broncos in their division. But where do you think uh, – how do you see this game? Do you see any value in this game at all, this two-and-a-half? I think th- this is going to be a game of two motivated franchises who are, I would say, hitting the panic button already at 0-2, <clears throat> trying to figure things out, like especially with – <laughs> with how the Raiders lost last week. <clears throat> I mean, you got the video game at the end of the game, and then you got that scoop and score, which was absolutely brutal. And then Tennessee, I mean, right now, do I dare say a possible quarterback controversy already in Tennessee? Yeah. We got some hot, we got some hot chicken going on here now. I'm we got just some Look, my I'm man has it, played 11 it. bad quarters of football in his last three games, and the only reason that hasn't been 12 is because he got benched. Ever since, he, ever since he, you know, he said his his mind wasn't right. He's been a different dude. So, a lot, a lot to prove for both of these franchises here, <clears throat> and for the QBs. I think right now for the Raiders is more so like we have what we have. We know who we, who's out there. Let's just try to figure out get. Getting the chemistry right, getting on the same page. And let's go ahead and finish and close these games up. So I do think this game is going to be pretty close. You're going to get heavy run, heavy run. Um, but I do like I do like the Raiders um, covering here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Titans just because I think that Vrabel, I don't know what people see in Josh McDaniel. Um, and, I, and I'm obviously not the – I'm not the most. I'm, I I didn't write the book on football, right? I understand. Yeah, that but you, but, who know you much but you're more a consumer. But you're a consumer. So that's kind of where I end up with it, right? It's like I didn't. I also don't know how to cook, but I can tell you if I don't like this food. Hold right? on, you don't know how to cook. Well, I don't. I say I don't know how to cook. I know how to. I know how to feed myself and sustain. You don't know how to I, cook. Hold on, relax now. I say I only know how to do something if I can do it really well, right? So like like you say, your wife is a great chef. Right? How do you, you not know you, how to cook? Bro, I just said I could go in there, turn the oven on a 375, and put something in there, put a little season here, put a little season in there, and get it done. But like, <laughs> for example, let's say I was let's say, let's say this Sunday I wanted to invite the Blackman family over to help celebrate your wife's birthday, right? You know, hey, why don't y'all come over and watch the games to help, you know for, uh, to celebrate Miss Blackman's birthday? You know what I wouldn't do? cook i would cater that thing there's some people who would yeah i would would cater too i I wouldn't cook for anybody i mean but sometimes there are some people in the world who would be like there's no way i would ever do that i would cook because i'm the best cook that i know i'm not that guy so no i say i can't cook in the same way i say i can't play football could i go and like play football maybe sure but would i be any good at it not so much that's where i end up with things like i can't cook that's embarrassing go ahead Wow. <laughs> embarrassing. How's that, how's that embarrassing? Uh, oh, yeah. Just follow instructions. 
All right, so when what's you your cook, meal then? I was, no, I was just, I was, listen, I was just thinking about this the other day too. I'm like, how can people not know how to cook? It's literally, it's that means you can't follow the, if you don't know how to cook, that means you can't follow directions. First of all, following directions has always been a struggle. But secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, like there's a lot more that goes into it than you just following directions because you're not occupied for an hour and 15 minutes or however long it's going to take you to prepare your situation, put your situation in the oven or, or grill or whatever the appropriate way to prepare what your situation is. And then you got to clean up after yourself. And in this day and age, I can pay the delivery fees. So that's what ends up happening. But I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get right. But that doesn't mean I'll still call myself a cook. That just means I'll cut up some broccoli and some sweet potato, put some cinnamon on it, and put it in the oven for 25 minutes and have that as a side dish to the rotisserie chicken that I got. I don't mean I'm a cook. That means I cooked food for myself today. That's that's You know what? That's what I want. I want people to have higher standards for themselves. Let's say you're a cook. Just like Cooper Rush shouldn't say that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's a backup. He's been a career backup. He may he's be a starting right. quarterback. He's all right. One day. When you, listen, when the TV goes on, that's quarterback, Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, and then when and when I get up from this seat right here to go make some food, I'm going to be in the kitchen too. But ain't nobody confusing me with Emerald, and nobody should be confusing me. I, I didn't say call yourself a cook. I said, how you not know how to cook? <laughs> anyway. All the right. Cowboys when, when, the they show him, when they show him uh, the next primetime game, he's going to say Cooper Rush. They Central will. Michigan. They will. Central Michigan. Actually, I believe it cost our boss Sal one of his uh one of his uh worst bad beats ever when he when Cooper Rush was the Central Michigan quarterback. I wonder how he feels about that now that he's a Cowboys quarterback. But the Giants, the two and Giants. How about that? Are are laying two at home at the Meadowlands. Give it like hat the, the Giants favored in the NFC East game against the Cowboys. That's fascinating to me because I can't uh, it's probably been a long time since that happened, but I like the Giants here. I like the Giants here. I do too. I just feel like right now, energetically as an organization, like they got they got the belief. They got the belief right now. Like, hey, we got a guy who genuinely cares about us. They finally have a coach where it is about the players, and they feel it, and they feel it. And they're doing all the things they need to do to get these W's. Right now, Dallas, they are trying to figure it out. Dallas, Cowboys, run the ball. Run the ball. <laughs> Just run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. So That's all I got to say. I've heard this this criticism of Kellen Moore and other offensive play callers and the idea that when you have something like running the ball, that's just working, right? But then they want to put their own fingerprints on it or put their own spin on it. Or that's, make my, it that's my point about earlier's conversation, right? Is, is that how you end up running a double reverse in your first 15 plays of the game? Where both players run into the same guy? Yeah. Right. I'll just, you know, that's how – I think it was a, the 10th or 11th play of the game. That Prescott's in the slot, you know. He's in the slot. Just he's a slot receiver, it's, you know. You know, it's like, what are we yeah. doing here? I, what are we so doing? Stuff like that that I'm curious about. I don't think the I think the Cowboys coaching staff doesn't do him any favors. I don't mean to come at your at your boy Mike McCarthy, but uh, Nathaniel Hackett. You know, Mike McCarthy should send him some flowers because otherwise he would have the hottest, not the hottest seat, but one of the hotter seats in the NFL. But Nathaniel Hackett has taken up all, absorbed all of that gravy for everybody. I'll tell you what, though. As much as the, as much as I like the Giants here in this situation, there's one problem. Daniel there's Jones. There's one problem. No, there's, 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 um, there's a epidemic going around. There's, there's it's called Micah Parsons. Um, he's ke- he kept them in both games. Okay, <laughs> he single handedly yeah. kept them in both games. Had he not been causing all these issues, they would have got smacked twice. If he didn't, if those red zone stops against Tampa Bay, that game would have been a blowout. In this case, this wouldn't have been a situation. So that's the only problem. If they can't contain that dude, it's going to be a long day. Period. And I mean, that's, I feel like, is the caveat whenever you pick the Cowboys at this point, as long as Michael Parsons is standing upright and healthy, because he's, I mean, I don't think, 
he's the best pass rusher in the league right now. Unless I'm missing something. At least I'll put it like this. Between him I'm, and Vaughn. I haven't seen guys like Von Miller had guys in his head, but like the way Lyle Collins was jumping off side uh, ball <laughs> starting to try to get a head start on Michael Parsons is just you rarely see that type of situation where the guy is so in your head on uh, as and you know it, and you unless he unless he must have got his must he got let's go he got whooped in practice and now he's having like flashbacks or something like that. Right. Because now you're like, I know this dude. I know all his moves, all his tricks. Like, let's do this. But I, I'm banking on that Brian Dayball and that running game is going to have an idea and a plan. And maybe the plan will involve double teaming Michael Parsons at some point in time. Or, or play action. Know. Or just go to the other side. And, and Go over there. There's, there's no point in time, I feel like, where Michael Parsons should be the unblocked guy. Like, I don't, I, I, I think like that just, that to me seems like a strategic, uh, a strategic mistake if you're Zach Taylor to just let Michael Parsons rush your quarterback, even if it's just supposed to be a three step drop. I, I don't know. Just so go I to the know. other side. Just go over there. Wait, I just know how I like, I like, I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. Sorry. I, I thought you, I thought, <laughs> no, you said you like the Giants. You spent that whole time telling how much you like the Giants. I do like, I like Cowboys. Let's go. So you're picking the Cowboys then? Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm well, we're opposite on that side. I'm going with the Giants. The Giants are going to be 4-0 in two weeks and still probably. Dude, if the Cowboys the lose to the Giants, it is going to be mayhem. It's going to be mayhem if the Cowboys lose to the Giants. Well, I already you know see the every ownership, Sunday, they don't like each other. So every Sunday we see commercials for mayhem. We may see some mayhem Monday night as well. But Will, before we uh do this lemon pepper parlay, let's take a quick break. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Will Blackman, the time has come. And give me a little bit here. Give me some breakdown. Give me some analysis. Matter of fact, I'll show you how it's done. (coughs) All right. I'm going to give you <laughs> my lemon pepper I'm going to show you how it's done, man. You know what? Look, if I was asking you how to, you know, cover a wide receiver, I would ask you how that's done. No, just... <laughs> so for my lemon pepper parlay, I am taking the Indianapolis Colts. I get it. I know. I understand. They have looked terrible over the last two weeks. This is the classic zigzag spot. I think the Colts will cover the six and a half against the Chiefs, who are a juggernaut. And, yep, yep, that's right. I'm about to stand in front of that train. And I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens minus three against the New England Patriots. This Patriots team is terrible. They're really, really bad, especially offensively. This is going to be a low-scoring game in which Baltimore is going to be able to run the ball. Lamar Jackson, he didn't get the win last week in his MVP. He didn't get the win in the MVP-like performance. He'll get one this week, and he'll get it by more than three points. See, Will, that's how you do a lemon pepper parlay. What you got? You didn't even like say anything. You just gave your your numbers and just ran through it, just like you set the Evan to three seventy five and sprinkle a little salt and pepper and just put. It <laughs> All right, let's do it. So here's my lemon pepper parlay, and I use ranch when I eat lemon pepper wings. Just letting y'all know out there in the studio. So me, I'm going plus six Miami. Uh, the fact I think this game is going to be absolutely lightning bolts. Right, this game firepower back and forth now that obviously Buffalo is ready to rock the Dolphins 
are energetic, getting that chemistry, knowing what they can do. Let's do it. I'm excited, but I have Buffalo winning, but I like Miami covering the plus six. We are going to Minnesota. Let's get it done. Funny story about Minnesota, how they have that new stadium. When I was in the Giants, we went to go play Minnesota the same week that the dome collapsed. So I was, we had to stay in a different city and then we actually <laughs> flew to Detroit. We had to play Minnesota in Detroit and it was a free football game in Detroit. How about that? How about, I got Detroit. How about this? I was at that game in Detroit. You on want a the Tuesday. free game? <laughs> I was at the game in Detroit <laughs> no. on a Tuesday. It Yo, was a Tuesday night. Tell, dude, tell me you didn't see the craziest people in the crowd. Oh, it was, my it God. Was, dude, it, eight, it, eight it, mile it, it and seven like mile a, showed up. It was the shelter, bro. <laughs> it was a shelter, bro. Listen, so, but I got Detroit coming through here because they let us use their stadium. They're going to go to Minnesota and they're going to st- win straight up. I like them with the money line plus 205. And then, interesting, Chargers, Jaguars, looks like a trap game. I think the Chargers are going to blow them out. So I think they're going to cover. There's my lemon pepper with ranch. So Dolphins covering. We got Detroit winning straight up. And we got the Chargers covering the minus seven. Well, there you have it. And you know what? I gave you a story. I gave you a story. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't play in the National Football League. I, you know what? You know yeah. what? As a matter of fact, I yeah. gave you a story back. I was there. <laughs> I gave, you'll come at me. I gave you one right back to you. So how about that? You know what I did? In fact, I won up your no, story. No, 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 I was you, you, a part of part of game. you a part of my story. You a part of my story. My nah, story. Oh, who's? Oh, I'm the pawn. You're the one that had to travel all the way from <laughs> New York to Minnesota and then had to go to Detroit. <laughs> You're the one that had to travel. You yeah. know what I did? I went <laughs> down the Northwestern Highway downtown Detroit. Yeah, you went to a free people. game. You went to a free game. Hey, how about that? You were playing for free. You're a pro. <laughs> 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 All right, you know what? Hopefully, hopefully we're not all playing for free after these bets are placed because the parlay last off. The Browns costing me my lemon pepper parlay last week was just uh, it was I'm vicious. never, vicious. never, never. So this I'm not touching that game. No way. Not touch. I don't bet on an AFC North game. I just don't. Well, at, at this rate, you're probably not off to a bad start after the way the Bengals looked, the way the Steelers have been. But in any event, Will Blackman, we'll do this again next week. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.